We have 57 degrees in Lynchburg now, 59 in Bedford, Danville, Salem, and Roanoke, 58 in Amherst, 59 in Appomattox. 7.06 on the morning jam. We lost Dick Butkus last night, and for those that love football know what I'm talking about. Dick Butkus played defense like no NFL player before or since. He was the meanest son of a I've ever seen in my life play professional football. He didn't like anybody with a different colored jersey. I mean, he really disliked you. You know, he he went after you like he he hated you from his old neighborhood. He was a fighter whose ferocity was felt by all who dared to cross his path. On the phone right now, David Drake. Good morning, David. Hey, good morning, buddy. David and I go back to the uh, the late 60s, early 70s, when uh, my parents moved to Florida, and I moved into a neighborhood and got to know a group of guys that became lifetime friends. And I think that one connecting thing that brought us all together was football, wasn't it, David? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We, If we found a vacant lot or somebody always had a football if we just found a vacant lot we pulled over and played mm-hmm. but uh most mostly right in back of my house there by the, by the old a&w root beer we it was <laughs> the so infamous a&w root beer beer field where it was a big field right next to it and as did Dave, you name it <laughs> yeah we i think we called it the a&w root, <laughs> the A&W root beer field uh, that would cost them a lot of money deep- nowadays <laughs> There was even an article, if you remember, that Kent Smith wrote about the A&W Football League. Yes, I do. I do. Now, now David is a few years older than me, and so as a young boy just looking for friends, me and my little brother Ricky, um, man alive, we loved football. Uh, I've said it on the show, David, that that girls weren't my first love. Football was my was my first love, and I and I think. Uh, we could say that for just about everybody that played yeah. in, in the AW League. Of course, we'd go after a long game of uh, Sandlot football over to David's house or Bobby Maxwell's house or whoever, and uh, we would drink iced tea and look at Sports <laughs> Illustrated and those. You know, David. David tricked me. He <clears throat> here I am. Uh, you know, I'm like 11 or 12 year old kid. David told me that Don Maynard was his brother, and I believe him. Don Maynard, for those of you that know. I used to tell people Pete Rose was my uncle. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because her last name is Rose. Yeah. That's Janet Rose, by the way, David, on, on the line with us here. She's my co-host. Hey there. And <laughs> so Don Maynard was the wide receiver for the New York Jets, and, of course, yep. Joe Namath was the quarterback, and your brother looked a little bit like Don Maynard. And we, he did. That's why I pulled that on you. Yes, you um, did. You you had seen my brother Roger, and and uh, I, I remember that just like yesterday. Yeah. I said, "Hey, that's my brother there, Don Maynard." <laughs> and you thought you were in the presence of greatness. I, of greatness. Yeah. Now, <laughs> David, those those days, well, I will always uh, treasure. Um, in so many in so many ways Me too. of course Me you too. you went on to play for golf high you and johnny tucker had a huge influence on my life my little brother's life and uh and johnny uh still with us as well and yep. uh, johnny was a running back you were i believe a def- defensive tackle if i'm not mistaken is that right offensive <clears throat> defensive wherever they needed me i played and uh 
the only time I got to wear a number 51 was in a spring game and I played center. Okay. And, uh, but after that, you know, I, I wore number 71 because yep. for Budkus, I thought it was kind of, I don't know, kind of high-minded for somebody to bear that number. Y- yes, you carried a burden when you wore the number 51. And yeah. uh, I, j- just briefly, you went off to college. You you went off to play football for Troy for a season or two, right? Well, I my, my goal, my dream was to play for the University of Tampa. Mm-hmm. And uh, Earl Bruce uh, was interested in me as a junior, and then he went off to Iowa State, and the next coach – uh, wasn't too interested, so I had uh, Mississippi State talk to me, uh, Sterling College out in Kansas, and St. Mary's of the Plains, but uh, and even FSU, but nobody wanted to play for FSU, if you can believe that, back in back 1970. Back in those days, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but I ended up going to Troy State University, and um, but didn't stay. I was, uh, I discovered my other love, which was Jody, my uh uh, my junior high sweetheart, and yes. I, I turned back home. I played, uh, and you remember those crazy exhibition games that we had. The and Pigs and the Freaks? Guy, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and a guy came in that uh, that owned the Silver Spur Bar and said he was going to create a semi-pro league, and and we went down to Tarpon Springs and played, and it, it was some great football. But um, And, uh, you know, then I... I, I kind of had to decide, okay, am I going to stay in football? Am I going to coach it and mm-hmm. be a PE teacher, or am I going to answer the call of God on my life to be a be a preacher? And, and I had to give in to God. Yeah, and you you did that, and you married your high school, your junior high sweetheart. Uh, just briefly, and yep. then we'll go into Dick Butkus. How long have you and Jody been together? Uh, last June 21st, we celebrated 48 years. Well, congratulations. Beautiful. That's that's, yeah, that's a amazing. marriage. Now, you know, of course, I met her in eighth grade, and it only took me until eleventh grade to get her to go out with me. So, <laughs> well, you were I, persistent. I You're tenacious. I like it. Yeah, I, I didn't make good first impressions, I guess. But I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, and you remember we we met through Bart. You remember Bart, her brother? Her brother. Bart. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we were all in that same crazy crazy neighborhood down there. Now let's yeah, talk about right. let's talk about Butkus here for a couple of minutes. His influence on generations, even still, people know. If you play football, you know who Dick Butkus is. You might not even know who Bubba Smith was, who was his sidekick when they did those beer commercials, but you know yeah. who Dick Butkus was. And tell us why you think that is. Well, uh, he was bigger than life. And, you know, he played for the Chicago Bears. And, uh,. They never had a winning season during Budkus' time. Right. There was Budkus and Gail Sayre yes. on the offense. And, um, but if you saw him play, and you remember, if Chicago was playing, we usually gathered at my house just to watch Budkus. It was, uh, you know, he was just bigger than life. I'll never forget. In 1970, the first pro football game I ever saw in person, um, went out to my brother, Don Maynard, there, <laughs> Roger, <laughs> right. and, and we went down to the, he lived in Austin, we went down to the Astrodome, and uh, Chicago came to town and played the Houston Oilers, 
and uh, I don't remember who won, but I'll, I sat in the end zone, and they were playing on the opposite end of the field, and some poor Houston Oiler running back uh, took a draw play, mm-hmm. and I could see it just like it was sitting in my lap. Right. Uh, there was nobody blocking, and there was just Budkus there. Oh, Lord. And Budkus hit him, and the the pop of the shoulder pads. Yep. You've you played football. You yes. know what I'm talking about. It echoed all over the Astrodome. Wow. wow. There was a silence, and then kind of everybody went, oh, you know. And, um, of course, he was, uh, that was 70, and I think he played through 73. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the last couple of years, uh, he played hurt. But whenever you thought of uh, linebackers, and, of course, during that time, man, we had Minsky. Oh, yeah. We had Willie Lanier. Uh, Lanier. Lanier from uh, Kansas City. Yeah, but, but at the top of the list was Dick Budkin. Absolutely. And and I guess I remember studying films, um, you know, NFL films, or if they had, they didn't have, you can still go to YouTube and pick up some of his films, and mm-hmm. I show my grandkids and tell them, you know, study this guy. This is how you play football. And, um, you, you know, but I, I studied him hoping to play. Uh, they always put me at defensive tackle because I was the biggest guy at that time, mm-hmm. 225 pounds. Um, but I always desired to play middle linebacker. And when I was making my trek to college, I knew I wasn't big enough to play defensive line in college. So uh, I worked a lot at middle linebacker, just uh, – uh, I remember Jim Valentine even let me come out to spring practice when when I I was graduating to to work at the middle linebacker position. But uh, uh, man, if you if you thought of linebackers, you have to uh, think of Budkus. And every now and then, I'll see somebody will do a, a deal of, and they're great linebackers, great players. Mm-hmm. They'll do a, they'll do you know the top linebackers, and they'll have Budkus down. If he's not number one, I get aggravated. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, but uh, he just had a great influence. Well, it was a different work ethic too back then. You know, I mean, it was just so different. The Hollywood hadn't hit the NFL yet, and and it was all about the game and and the the infamous pictures of his hands taped, wrapped, and and just at every joint they were bleeding. Because he, right. he left it literally all on the field, and sometimes he left some of the other players' parts on the field, too. <laughs> he did. I remember. He wrote a book. I think it was called Master of Mayhem. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote it, read it, and we passed it around. And I'll never forget the last chapter. He 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 took you through a season, and uh, it was the last play of the last game, and they were playing the Minnesota Vikings. And, um, you know, the clock ran out, and Budkus is yelling, hey, come back. He's, he's calling the names mm-hmm. of, uh, of the Minnesota Vikings. Right. Uh, you know, hey, Tarkenton, come on back. Hey, Carl Eller, don't, don't walk off the field. Let's keep playing. Wow. <laughs> That's how much he loved the game. Yeah. 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 No doubt. It's well, David, uh, thanks for helping me go down memory memory lane, uh, not just with Dick Butkus, but our but our childhood and how Absolutely. how in, important it is. And and so glad that you gave your life to the Lord and you served Him 
uh, in ministry for many, many years. Now, you're semi-retired. You're still filling in every now and then, right? Well, I'm preaching quite regularly at a a church, and you'll get this name, Lulu, Florida, uh, Lulu Baptist Church. Wow. I had to look at out, but I'm I'm the permanent supply there until they get somebody. I got you. And then I'm doing, I'm doing consulting, mm-hmm. and uh, I serve in the local Baptist association down here in Gainesville uh, as an executive committee member. So, um, you know, I'm staying active and yeah. uh, and still still watching football. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, we love you, man, and uh, please pass love your you pass too. our our uh, love on to your wife, Jody. And next time you see uh, JT, tell him we said, hey, okay? Hey, I'm going to see him tonight. You are? I am. It's our 50th class reunion. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. Well, David Drake, I know him as, uh, you know, number 71 and the intimidator in my life, but a great influence. Thanks, buddy. God bless you. God bless you, Mark. Bye-bye. It's 719. We'll be back with a Friday Funny and some more news for you. Thanks for indulging me these last few minutes as we talk about Dick Butkus. It's the Morning Jam Friday edition. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. gray hair i really like having gray hair it's it's very thank you very much um it's very thank you as well Uh, it's very easy it's very low maintenance i love that and i've noticed that i get a lot more looks from guys now that my hair is gray and i think i know why i think it's because they think i can't get pregnant (laughs) yeah guys like that Wow. Okay. I'll tell you how old I am. I don't mind telling you how old I am, but let me see if you can guess. I'm going to give you a hint. Oh, wow. Don't do that. I was at my friend's apartment, and I actually said this out loud to her. I actually said, boy, that's a nice pill caddy. (laughs) That's how old I am. Wow. That's a nice pill caddy. I've never, I don't think I've ever heard that term. (laughs) No, that could be a good pickup line. (laughs) Wow. It's a nice pill caddy you have over there. I've got two of them at the house. I'm on so many meds. Well, I'm telling you, my husband hates gray hair. He just, he hates it. Hmm. I, I, it's, yeah. He would, he's not on board. He's not on board. No, wow. He's not. Well, okay. I mean, I couldn't give him gray unless I had it gray. Now, wait a minute. He's, has he grayed out? I mean, oh, he's, yeah, he's got gray hair. It's okay for him to have gray yeah, yeah. hair. Yeah, I mean, he's got yeah. a little bit of salt and pepper, but mostly yeah. salt, I yeah. think. Yeah, well, his hair's blonde, well, so it's kind of hard. Well, it's yeah, and he keeps it tell. really short. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of hard to tell. So, anyway, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. So, I, I told you yesterday, I, I really thought up until this point mm-hmm. that your wife, Kara, held, you know, the the title of Miss Heard Song Lyrics, right, Queen. Right, kind of the queen, yeah. I, I think she's been replaced, though. Uh-oh. Because, you know, Uh-oh. we have our sister station, yeah. Rewind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, plays a lot of classic rock, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we have a listener on that on that station that was just very upset. Okay. Over one of the songs. He said it was vulgar. Oh, gee. And, and wanted to make sure I got the message because he knew I would look into it as I would mm-hmm. look into it. And he said 
that the words were, um, it says, do my bad word, lady. F word, uh, lady. Oh, do my, oh. Uh, ing lady. Yeah. Oh, do. Oh. And I was like, oh, I can't believe that would slip through. Right. That's, that's not good. No. So, and I was like, I can't even, I can't imagine what song that is. So, so I told him, you know, write down, if you hear it, write it down when yeah, it is, and I'll look it, it up. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I can check the log. Sure. So, sure enough, he, he sent it to me, bad language on the radio, share with Janet Rose, Here, here's when it played, um, and uh, singers are, are playing on, sounds like, uh, do my effing lady. And I was like, wow, okay, what on earth? What is that talking about? So I looked it up, only to discover this was the song. All right, that may win the award. Dude look like a lady. Yeah, dude looks like a lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude looks like a lady. She looks like a lady. The dude looks like a lady. It, it has. It's not the other thing. Right. And so I said, are you talking about Aerosmith's Dude Looks Like a Lady? Because yeah. that's that's what it is. It's that's dude the song looks I played like a lady. at that time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been played for, I don't know, decades. Right. Yeah, and uh, and he said, he's like, nope. Nope, I don't know the title, but um, not right. Well, we had a listener. The phrase, the phrase I noted was repeated over and over, four or five, maybe six times. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clear. I got in a little trouble myself the other day for saying our word of the day. Right. Which was A-S-K-H-O-L-E. H-O-L-E. Someone who repeatedly asks for advice and never takes it. Right. Yeah. It's a great word, Yeah, I think. Uh, anyway, there was no convincing him that that's not what it says. Mm-hmm. So, really? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. I, and I said, here, all right, here's the song. It's the title of the song. Right. right. Dude looks like a lady, Aerosmith. And is this the song? Yes. That's the it one. Is in so- it is. That is the song. But that's not what he hears. Okay. He doesn't hear dude looks like a lady, which I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I got in trouble when I was working in Christian radio once. Yeah. Um, I had to once, like you, go to the log and say, I printed the log out. This is the song it was playing at the time. Right. Um, I wouldn't be playing a rap song that dropped an F-bomb in it. Correct. So what we determined, they were sitting at a drive-thru. Okay. And they remember this truck behind them. Oh. And I said they must have like an aftermarket you know, mm-hmm. like a XM, you can buy a XM radio aftermarkets, and it transmits on an FM signal. Okay. And so, like, if you're behind a car that's transmitting, it will get to the next car. It won't go much beyond, like, 20 or 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, they accused me of playing a bad rap song, you know, on the afternoon get-together on Victory <laughs> FM. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go say, boss, look, this is I the swear. log. I you swear know, he I said, didn't. You know, I said it must be they must be hearing a, an aftermarket transmitter um, or something. He said, well, he said he heard it in the drive through. That's just probably what happened because he was parked next to the or behind the guy that was in front of him or behind him or whatever. Yeah, something came wow. over our frequency. Uh, your, you, your, your wife texted me and said, even I know the lyrics to that song. And that's saying something. <laughs> yes, dear. You have been dethroned. <laughs> Sorry, but you're going to have to hand over the title. Yeah, well, for I, sure. I think she's willing at this point. Yeah, um, <laughs> we we got it. We got our uh, bottom of the hour break coming up. But when we come back, yeah, 
Um, I finally determined Joe Biden's spirit animal. Oh, you know, okay. we, we all have one. Yeah. We decided earlier in the day, mine is noodles, the yeah, labradoodle, yeah, yeah. pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I, I've decided that Joe Biden is a cat. A cat. Yes. And, and and not just any cat. He's one of those cats that jumps up on your counter and stares you like- straight in the eye and flips you the kitty finger and right. then knocks all your crap off yeah, the counter. Yeah, like the videos that Ruth Ann sends me yes. on a regular basis. He's that spirit animal. Those, those kind of cats. Because okay. well, Those aren't good cats. Because he has unapologetically nominated a former Hunter Biden law firm colleague as special counsel. Okay. That's right. One that served alongside Hunter Biden oh, and was involved with the energy company Burisma Holdings. Wow. Keeping yeah. it all in the family. Yes. All right. You're a crime specialist person, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed something on my door. So when we let the cats in the one side of the house, there is a door that separates them from the dining room to the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. I've noticed recently that there are scratch marks below. And we have handles that, you know, they're, they're handles. They're not doorknobs. Mm-hmm. I have noticed scratch marks above it mm-hmm. and below it. Okay. And I'm trying to think. That's not us doing it. When we just no, twist it, no, they're, the cats are trying to get working, in, aren't they? Yes, they are. They're working Dang while it. you're away. Dang it. You need to put up a little kitty cam, I'm up. and I'll bet you, you will see them. They think, they figured out that if they can jump on that just right, they, they can, can open, open that the door. door. Yep. Well, I can tell you one thing. And they'll do it, too. Oliver's on the other side. He's waiting. <laughs> they may regret that. They may regret it. They will get chased back in. Yeah. Of course, you know my dogs. They're they, formulating. They run a plan. at hundred miles an hour and then put the brakes on and slide across the floor, and then they don't know what to do with the cats. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> that sounds right. Currently, we have sixty degrees in Appomattox, fifty-eight in Amherst, fifty-nine in Salem, Roanoke, and Bedford, fifty-seven in Lynchburg with some light rain falling, and sixty in Danville. It, it's pretty much cloudy everywhere. Looks like Amherst and uh, Lynchburg getting some rain right now. Okay, so slow down. Yeah, slow down because hasn't rained in a little while. Those oils on the roads and mixture with the water a little bit slippery mm-hmm. at times can be we're going to be heading into a slippery season here probably I'm, all right let's make a prediction what do you think the winter is going to be like this year i think we might see some snow this year mm-hmm. maybe we didn't see any last year yeah it was i mean it was just a dud yeah it was a big a, old dud it was a dud it was my in-laws first winter so i'm okay with that right then them get used to just the cold weather alone and mm-hmm. then just kind of work their way into the into the winter time. I think they're going to be pretty self-sufficient out yeah. there in Gladys, Virginia. Probably so. On Thursday, yesterday, Corillian's Children's Area received a $2 million check from the Life Ring Foundation for their new cancer center. Pretty cool. The donation was funded in part by events like the Darius Rucker concert and a celebrity golf tournament uh, at Bali Hack. So uh, that's a great, great thing, bringing those monies to the children's cancer that is one of the toughest areas um and my wife recently was was asked about some things because she works at the cancer center uh about the the whole idea with kids and stuff and she says that's one of the hardest areas of cancer oh my gosh uh, to deal with i can't even imagine these young children and when you get these uh folks like uh, danny thomas's Marlo Thomas, Marlo is, Thomas uh, yeah, yeah. The, the St. Jude's. These are amazing organizations and, and definitely worthy of our support. 
Well, uh, not everyone should rent a U-Haul, and here's why. (laughs) Overnight in uh, downtown Lynchburg, there was a pretty chaotic scene. Uh, According to the city's live emergency map, there was a medical emergency at the intersection of 12th and Main Street around 1.41 a.m. this morning. Uh, A U-Haul truck apparently hit a a truck parked on Main Street. Mm -hmm. It also hit a police vehicle. Multiple police units arrived on the scene before it was cleared. It's a developing story. No word if any arrests were made or... Uh, exactly what the medical damages were. Okay. But, y- yeah, that's just didn't take that curve right, Mm-mm. apparently. But it'd be bad enough to hit something, but to hit a police, police cruiser, car. come on. Yeah. That's not good. I stand corrected. I th- this could be Bally Hack and not Bally Hack. So I, I just want to make sure uh, the golf tournament was at Bally Hack, I believe. Gotcha. Uh, my Friday funny just for you right there. <laughs> said this out loud to her. I actually said, boy, that's a nice pill caddy. (laughs) That's how old I am. I had to get a new pill caddy recently because my doctor gave me a new prescription and I'm on so much medication that I couldn't jam one more pill into the compartment. So I had to go to CVS to the pill caddies and prosthetics aisle. And it's, it's an education. There's a whole hierarchy of pill caddies. You, oh. know, you start out with the entry-level pill caddy, the single-compartment pill caddy. Just then you the move into one. the AM, PM pill caddy. Oh, yeah. Then the AM, noon, evening pill caddy. Oh. Then the AM, noon, evening, bedtime pill caddy. Wow. Then you have to hire a caddy to hand you pills all day until you pass out and die. Oh, gosh. I've seen... They, they even have them with alarms now. Really? Yeah. That it's time? Yes. And they have them that um, lock. And they won't unlock until it's time to take your... I think that's actually quite amazing. It's very uh, it's That's very really good. good for those that are struggling with memory and those kinds of things. Look, it, yeah. it's hard. I mean, I don't, I don't take... But I take medicine for my thyroid. That's it. That's right. all I take. Mm-hmm. And half the time, I don't remember if I took it or not. Right. You know, because so if, if, if a little sleepy jingle, in the morning. Okay. I always do this. People just like, come on, Mark. Don't you have another jag or something or whatever? But, okay, favorite little jingle that would p- play to, to let you know it's time to take your pill. Um, Name that tune in five notes. I don't know. Maybe Mother's Little Helper. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Dude Looks Like a Lady. Yeah. Or, or Jagged Little Pill. I don't know. Jag- <laughs> there you go, Jagged Little well, Pill. Maybe one of those. I. You know what I would like? The, the NBC news tone, or the tone for the bing, network. Bing, bing, bing. That's time to take my Thing pill. you know. All right, that'll yeah, work. Only three notes. That's all it would take is all three right. notes. Got it. Um, was that was that NBC or C? I don't know. I think that was NBC. It was one of them. NBC. Yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, shout out to Mike and Ryan. Hi. Listening this morning. Apparently, he had to call in and, and uh, ask Liz what the call letters were. Good what's your morning. Pro- what's your problem, Mike? Don't you have that locked in? Need to get that locked in, buddy. 100.9 WIQO. There you go. In Lynchburg, anyway, where we're sitting. Correct. Yes. Uh, So here's an interesting little tidbit for you. Okay. The more time you spend engaging in structured exercise, such as going to the gym or running, Mm -hmm. the more likely you are to be lazier during the day. I knew you were going to have a negative 
ending on this thing. It's not- <laughs> I, I just knew it. That this is good, but th- that's the yin and the yang. Right. The decline in physical activities Dang. could affect people's ability to lose weight successfully, even if they participate in routine exercise programs, according to this study. Interesting. That's why I don't exercise. <laughs> Keeps me from getting lazy. When I go into my office, I have to walk by that stupid treadmill every time. Right. Yeah. All, A.K.A. clothes rack. Clothes rack. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If people, oh, that's where my jeans are. <laughs> if people are seeking weight loss. Mm-hmm. They should be aware of their non-exercise physical activity. Mm-hmm. Activities such as walking the dog, riding a bike to work, or standing at the desk at work. Well, I think doing the dishes is burning calories, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I doing... create the calories, I consume them, then I clean them. Well, you know, I've been trying to close my rings, getting my 10,000 steps yes, in. Yes, yes, you have. You do, you're doing day. it during the breaks. Right. Um, one of the things that I'll do is like if I'm doing laundry, mm-hmm. every time I fold something, I'll walk to the laundry, uh, uh, to the linen closet, right, right. and I'll put it in the linen closet. And even that can help you get right. your get your steps mm-hmm. in. Uh, it said if these activities th- that I just mentioned are suddenly stopped, the total daily energy expenditure is less than expected. Thus, your weight loss may be less than expected. The team found that a person who is more engaged in routine exercise programs is more prone to lounge around and avoid other non-structured physical activities. Well, because I did it earlier. As a reward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, In a prior research, this decline in daily physical activity resulted in subjects losing 22% less weight than expected from their exercise training program. Okay. So that's interesting. Don't slack off mm-hmm. just because like you went to the gym and right. think, oh, I don't need to, to do anything else. That's why I think it is handy to track, yeah, to, to track your steps. Um, and I did. I invested in the, in the watch so I could do that more easily because stupid Amazon stopped supporting my halo. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to see if this Good guy... to know if you have a tendency to be a little bit you know lazier when you work out. Don't do that. I interviewed this guy. His name is Pastor Steve Reynolds. They called him the fat pastor. Oh. And he wrote a book called Bod for God. Oh. And and he would say, and, and he. Oh, so he was a fat he, pastor. He was a fat pastor. I think he lost like 100, 150 anymore. pounds. And I would run into him at men's conferences because people were interested in, in being fit. And, and he said just a simple thing like what you said. When you go to the parking lot at Walmart or wherever, you know, FNL, wherever, park, it, or park your car to where you have to walk an extra 200 steps. Right. So that means you're going to get 400 more steps in just by exactly. way of gra- So it's those little, little those steps, little no, things that no, add no up. pun intended, that, that add up, that make a difference. Yeah, so don't be griping about how the parking's terrible downtown. Look at it as an opportunity to get your steps in. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market there on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. We're going to be smoking with FNL meats this weekend. Really? We've got a brisket oh. that's going to go on the smoker. Nice. And a beautiful whole roasting chicken. Nice. Yeah, we're going to smoke both of those on Sunday. Pretty about excited that? about yeah. that. Now you know I've been on uh, on, a, on a weight loss journey, trying mm-hmm. to trying to get healthier yep. and and more fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's hard for a foodie, right? Yeah, I can imagine. And you know how much I love to cook, and that's how I show love. Yes, you do. So 
it's difficult. I still have some of your love in my fridge. Well, there you and go. And I gave my mother-in-law some of your cake, your apple cake. Oh, And she okay. loved it. Okay. Well, very good. And and I did a healthier version of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because you use applesauce instead and, of oil. Instead of oil. Mm-hmm. And I shared that recipe earlier in the week. Today is another example of that. Okay. We love queso at our house. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, love queso. Mm-hmm. And everyone eats entirely too much of it. Right. <laughs> so this is an easy queso dip that's high in protein, and you use cottage cheese. No way. It. Just yeah. Really? Hang with me. Okay. This is what you're gonna do because some I know somebody stop making that face. Stop it. No, my wife's one of them because uh, she doesn't do the. She doesn't do the CC. Okay. Mm -mm. Well, you're going to take the cottage cheese, 16 ounces of it, Mm -hmm. and some shredded Mexican cheese. You're going to put in a a whole can of diced green chilies and a garlic clove, and you're going to put it in a high-speed blender or a food processor. Okay. So then you're whirling it into a sauce. Mm -hmm. Then uh, you can enjoy it cold, or you can warm it up slowly in the microwave and, and stir it as you go along, or... You can um, you can put it in a like a little crock pot, and okay, you can yeah, do it yeah. that way, and just you know warm it just enough so it stays nice and creamy, and and stir it, and you'll be surprised at how good it is. Okay, it's All tasty. Right. Try like it, it this weekend, if, especially if you're trying to you know cut calories and and get that protein in. Mm-hmm. It's a, a easy cottage cheese queso dip. Don't knock it till you tried it. Find it on. Our Facebook page, you can type in Janet's Five and Dine. Just join that group. You'll see all the recipes we share. Brought to you by FNL Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. All right, I'll tell you how old I am. This is how old I am, okay. I was walking my dog recently, and we're at the end of the block, and there was this kid about 11 years old, and he's riding his skateboard, and he's talking to his friend through his speakerphone. And I hear him say to his friend, I'm on the corner of 18th and Oak. And then I hear his friend say through the speakerphone, are you near that old lady with the dog? I'm not an old lady. I'm not an old lady. No one's listening to me, by the way. I'm just screaming, I'm not an old lady. Thereby proving, I'm an old lady. I'm getting these old people coupons now, too. It's really nice. I got a coupon recently for Ash Burial at Sea. A coupon. It said, Ashbury, let's see, $595. And on the bottom, in smaller print, it said, reduce the high cost of dying. (laughs) Gee, uh, I'd like to die, but it's just so expensive. (laughs) If there was a sale on dying, I'd be dead right now. (laughs) Who's who's using the coupon is what I'd like to know. Who's got the presence of mind on that particular day? Well, we better make the arrangements. Oh, wait, I have a coupon. <laughs> uh, well, you use coupons no matter what, even if it comes to your demise. Right. I could use a coupon that day as long <laughs> as I remember to tell one of my loved ones. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, my. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, what do you think 
about um, Trump giving his total endorsement to Jim Jordan. Do you think I, this I, is a? I, I think Jim Jordan needs to be doing what Jim Jordan's doing. Oh, I I would agree, and so would Salty. Apparently, from what we heard, we need more Jim Jordans for oh, sure. We need a ton of them. If we could, like you know, clone, clone him. him, that's right. That um, would be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I mean, he he's long been a star, but before now, I mean, uh, he's certainly uh, respected as the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I just, I don't know. I just don't think that's good to pull him away from what he's doing. Here's the thing about an endorsement from Trump. In some circles, that's not it, a good thing. It, yeah. it, it can be awesome. And in some, it's not a good thing. Right. You know, I mean, Trump brings a lot of baggage with himself. And, um, uh, this, this is what was funny though, to me, it just kind of hit me. It's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been asked to speak as a unifier. Oh, Trump? Yeah, because I have so many friends in Congress. Right. Really? Okay. Are we, are we sure that's then. accurate? Alrighty then. Um, <laughs> Yikes. I, uh, 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 okay. No. <laughs> I don't. Maybe maybe that's not written right. Um, yeah. I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. Hey guys, it's Todd. How is everything going? Oh, we're hanging in there, bud. How about yourself? Maybe Jim uh, Jordan said that. Fine. Hopefully, yeah. that queso dip recipe sounds great, Jan, and I think because I love to eat queso, so I'm. Well, yeah, maybe you can eat it and not be not feel so bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just as long as I don't eat the whole bag of chips. Well, that's, right. that's the problem. That's yeah, where. That's the problem. At our house, the chip is just a tool. To get the queso yes. in. <laughs> yes. Now, Todd, Todd, c- confession time right now. I, I have to do this with Janet because it's on my mind. You brought the chips up. Uh, Janet, tell Mark there is no more crack dip. Uh, my in-laws were over. Yeah. And uh, I gave Janet some of the crack dip from Repast. Uh, it's that, still on my fridge, by the way. It, it's an amazing uh, dip. Todd, if you're ever at an event that repast is uh, but it, catering. it's not low fat or oh, low no, calorie. Oh no, not at all, not no. at all. It's not. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, last uh, last and Mar- and I gave Janet some to bring home to Mark, and she says, you know, that's just enough to get him mad. Yeah, that he didn't get more. Exactly. <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah, I, I understand that. But so, to go back to Jim Jordan, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know how you sometimes do something and then you go, oh, man, I don't know if that was the best idea. Yeah. I wonder how many de- how many of those Democrats are thinking today, uh, maybe we shouldn't have gone with those eight guys and voted to get rid of Kevin, you know, because mm-hmm. if, if we end up with Jim, right. you know, it would, he's going to be very hard to buy and to, yes. you know. He is a bulldog. You know, I, For sure. He's a bulldog, so I don't know. Maybe there's some people wishing that they had thought about that twice before they exactly. went and kicked Kevin off the podium, you know? Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting. I think I think the earliest they can vote is Tuesday of next week to replace, right. um, you know, this interim guy who kicked out. I thought it was great. He kicked out Nancy and Lenny, uh, Denny Story. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah. The former... Head of the Democrat, Nancy. yeah, and Nancy Pelosi and Steny Hoyer was the other person. He kicked yeah. them both out of their offices. And ironically, right. because Nancy put it in there that the 
the the uh, proceeding is that the right word the one that follows you mm-hmm. the proceeding speaker couldn't kick the previous speaker out of their office it could only be done after the next <laughs> speaker was in place and when kevin left and the interim speaker who is the next speaker one of his first acts was to kick those both those sorry democrats out of the off their offices so uh, i thought that yep. was a pretty good move showing like there's a new yep. sheriff in town Yep, exactly. Like I said, I hope that I hope Jim Jordan moves forward and everything goes smooth next Tuesday and Wednesday. So yeah, alrighty. Uh, Y'all have a great weekend. Okay, you too, bud. Okay, so so I was trying to to determine. I was like, surely Trump didn't say that, but no, he did. Um, House Majority Leader Steve Scalise also announced his bid for Speaker of the House. Trump's comments came just hours after he told. Fox News that if Republicans can't rally enough support for Jordan or Scalise, he would accept the speakership himself right. for a short period. Sure. That's when he made the point. I've been I've been asked to speak as a unifier because I have so many friends in Congress. Right. If they don't get the vote, they've asked me if I would consider taking the speakership until somebody longer term because I'm okay. I'm running for president. What? I'm curious, does he have to be voted on or is it handed to him? Because I don't see how he could get the how vote. Could he get, how could he even do... How? Well, you can be outside of Congress and serve as the Speaker. Oh. It is possible to do that. Wow. So, um... Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, wow is right. That's, um, that's not a good idea. It's going to be a messy week next week. Let's Maybe we need that. to try to get Dr. Bob on on the show and, and ask him what his thoughts are on this whole mess. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's interesting. That is interesting stuff. But I would agree with with uh, what Todd said. You know, if you get Jim Jordan, let's just say he gets in. Mm-hmm. Man, this guy is like, I, he. I, I think he went to the same school of we're gonna do this the right way. Like your your buddy over there uh, at, at Fox News now, former Congressman uh, Trey Gowdy. We like Trey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. I'd, I'd put Trey in there as the yeah. uh, Speaker of the House for sure because he's gonna whip him into shape. You know. But yeah. uh, Trey's got a good gig on They've TV. They've made a mess. I hope they up. can do the cleanup in all five. Well, that's that's it. There, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of. Well, it's, what's the name of the show uh, that you like? The British lady, the the house cleaner, or she comes in after the murder scene. Here's the text. Cleans it up. It says, uh, think about it. If you're not a member of Congress and you're the Speaker, you add one additional vote to break ties. Well, okay. I, I, yeah, I don't know how that works. Interesting. What's the clean cleaning lady? Is that what she was called? The cleaner. The cleaner. Yeah, yeah. that's what we need. They're called the cleaner. The cleaner, because there is a little bit of blood on the floor. Hey, right update on the Missouri high school teacher who was placed on leave after the district found out she had an OnlyFans account. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you may be interested to know she has resigned and is turning to her pornography career full time. There you go. Yeah. Sad, but... yeah. Yep. I know of a lady locally that did that. Yep. Said, I don't want the school to continue getting hate. I would like the education of students to be able to return to normal. They deserve to have a great year. And word on the street is she may be, you know, running for an office in Richmond now. <laughs> well, apparently that's one of the prerequisites sure. in Richmond to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy. Porn career? No problem. Right. Come serve in the Virginia legislature. Yeah. We could use you. Yeah. Jeez. Uh. Never thought a members only on your resume <laughs> would be helpful. Wow. I've been working for Pornhub for five years now, very successfully. Yikes.
And I've paid all my taxes. <laughs> sure you have. It's 8 o'clock.